Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the Scarb Show. I am your host, Andrew Scarborough, and the current date today is August 8, 2023. We have a lot to get into today, so let's, wherever you are, sit back, relax, enjoy this podcast, and let's get to it, baby. Let's go. All right, everybody, welcome to the Scarb Show. We are live in Salt Lake City. And we have a lot to get into today, so let's get right into this podcast where we are going to start off with a topic that we don't really usually talk about on this podcast, but it is sports. So we are going to head to the NASCAR world, where it's just announced this week that future Hall of Famer Jimmy Johnson will be elected to the Hall of Fame as soon as his career concludes, which will probably be this year. Um... So congratulations to Jimmy Johnson, one of the best racers in the history of NASCAR. Um, one of my favorite racers in, in NASCAR. Um, loved him when I, while I was growing up. I was rooting for him and Jim uh, Jeff Gordon, other Hall of Fame NASCAR driver. Um, so congratulations to him. It's just announced this week that he will be elected to the NASCAR Hall of Fame. I'm not sure what Jimmy Johnson is going to do next. We could see him in the broadcast broadcast booth uh, uh, along with Jeff Gordon, who went that route after his career. So, or he could just go into you know retirement into the sunset and do whatever he may like. But he is going to be a Hall of Famer, a future Hall of Famer. So, congratulations to Jimmy Johnson and entering the NASCAR Hall of Fame, baby. All right, now that we have moved on from the NASCAR world, that little snippet that I wanted to get into, we are going to head to now Major League Baseball as where a huge brawl broke out during this week during the Chicago White Sox and Cleveland Guardians game. It was between shortstop for the White Sox, Tim Anderson, and third baseman Jose Ramirez for the Cleveland Guardians. Um, It broke out. In, at second base, if you haven't seen the video, go look it up on pretty much anywhere you can search up videos. It was crazy. Jose Ramirez slid into second as uh, Tim Anderson was trying to put the tag down on him. And Tim Anderson kind of stood over him a little bit, was holding the, the his glove on him for a little bit too long. And that kind of pissed off Jose as Jose got up and kind of pointed in Tim Anderson's face. And Tim Anderson was like, what are you going to do about it, pretty much? And then all of a sudden, Tim Anderson squares up. Jose Ramirez squares up. And they start freaking brawling. They start hitting each other. And Jose Ramirez, with a huge right hook to Tim Anderson's jaw, knocking Tim Anderson out on the ground. It was a crazy, crazy fight. And now the suspensions have came down as Tim Anderson has been suspended six games for his part in the brawl, while Jose Ramirez has been suspended three games for his part in the brawl, which I'm kind of surprised that Tim Anderson got six and Jose Ramirez only got three because Jose Ramirez instigated the fight and started the fight and then pretty much, you know, ended the fight with the knockout to Tim Anderson. Um, So I don't get why Tim Anderson has six games, but only Jose has three games. But you know how the MLB works with their suspensions. They like to just do random stupid things. They're here here once in a while. But, man, that was a crazy brawl. Broke out on the Internet. 
Um, it reminded me of the fight that happened a couple of years ago against Renato Odor and Jose Bautista, but Jose Bautista didn't get knocked out by Renato Odor, such as Tim Anderson getting knocked out by Jose Ramirez, but it was still a pretty big brawl. And what was crazy about that is shortstop uh, Elvis Andrews was a part of both of these fights on live TV. He was with the Rangers when Odor and Bautista fought each other, and now he was with the White Sox as Anderson and Ramirez fought each other. And he both times was trying to, was the first one trying to break up the fight between both fights and both the things that happened. So that was crazy that Elvis Andrews has seen two of the biggest fights in MLB history. But yeah, so it was a crazy brawl. Hopefully Tim Anderson is okay because he got up, you know, kind of stumbling. Obviously he got knocked out, but it was a crazy brawl, so if you haven't seen that yet, you've got to go check that video out. Video out. But that was pretty much all the big news that happened during the MLB this week as, you know, we're kind of heading into playoff season as the dog days of summer are coming to an end. So nothing crazy to talk about besides that huge fight that happened. All right, everybody, now we are going to move on to the NHL world where my Pittsburgh Penguins have made a huge move inquiring one of the best players from the San Jose Sharks and what was a massive trade to pretty much end the offseason. I mean, still the offseason. The NHL season doesn't start till October, but we're getting towards the end of it. And my Pittsburgh Penguins have acquired Eric Carlson from the San Jose Sharks. And obviously, I can't believe they didn't give up as much as I thought they would have to. The Penguins now have Chris Letang, Evgeny Malkin, Sidney Crosby, and Eric Carlson all on the same team. And if that doesn't scare the rest of the league, then I don't know what does, because we are coming for that Stanley Cup once more. My Pittsburgh Penguins are back, and we didn't have to give up much. It was, it was a three-team trade, so the details of the trade, the Penguins acquire Eric Carlson from the Sharks, Rem Pitlick, Dylan Hamalu, and the 2026 third-round pick, while the San Jose Sharks acquire 2024 first-round pick, uh, Mikael Granlin from the Penguins, Mike Hoffman, and John Rutta. And then the third team that was involved in this trade was the Montreal Canadiens, as they received 2025 second-round pick, Jeff Petrie, Casey DeSmith, and Nathan Ligari. So, dude... I don't mind losing Mikael Granlin, John Rutta, and Casey DeSmith for Eric Carlson. And we got two other players plus a pick, which Rem Pitlick is a great player too, obviously. So, man, what a steal for my Pittsburgh Penguins as they acquire one of the best players in the league who definitely needed a fresh start. Obviously, he started his career with the Ottawa Senators. They made the playoffs a couple of times. Wasn't happy there. Wanted to get traded got traded to the San Jose Sharks. They had a couple of good years, but San Jose is in a real uh, it is in a rebuild area era right now. So obviously Carlson was frustrated. He wanted to go to a contending team, and obviously my Penguins are still contending, baby. So we acquired one of the best players. We're going to have that 3 to 4 bang tandem with Latang, Malkin, Crosby and Carlson all on the same ice of I mean and that's not the only thing we got. We still got uh, Lars Eller that we acquired from Washington this year. Um, we still got 
uh, what's his face? I can't even think of his name. It's going to drive me nuts. Anyways, we still, we re-signed our goalie with Tristan Jerry. So, I mean, we got Brian Russ still. We have Jake Gensel. I forgot about old Gensel boy. So the Penguins are set and loaded this year. So watch out in the East and watch out for the rest of the league because my Pittsburgh Penguins are coming back for that Stanley Cup. And we are going to make some noise this year as we have now acquired Eric Carlson, baby. Let's go. All right, now moving on to a lot of NFL news this week as we are in the middle of the offseason and a lot of news is going around with the season almost upon us. Um, so let's get right into this, some of this NFL news. Um, the, one of the biggest free agent signings happened this week as one of the biggest free agents has come off the board as the Chicago Bears have signed defensive end Yannick Ngakwe to a one-year $10.5 million deal. And this is a great move for Chicago as they bolster that, that defensive line. Of course, Yannick Ngakwe has been a sack leader for almost every team he's played for, including the Jacksonville Jaguars, the Indianapolis Colts. And now he is pairing with the Chicago Bears this year, who have now built a team around Justin Fields, who have acquired some pretty good weapons over this year. So I'm very impressed with Chicago's uh, offseason this year. Now it just all relies now on Justin Fields to make it happen and make some plays. And I've, I, th I believe that defense will hold up. Of course, they also got Tremaine Edmonds from the Buffalo Bills, as well as uh, TJ Edwards from the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, they they got defensive they got defensive pieces all around there. Of course, their backfield they have Jalen Johnson out of Utah University. They have Jaquan Brisker, who I loved last year. I think he is a future star safety in this league. And then also to pair the safeties with each other, you have Eddie Jackson in the backfield, who has been a star for Chicago over the years. So a great signing for the Chicago Bears in Yannick Ngok Ngakwe. And there, all right. And now some not so good news as some suspensions have been uh, given out this week as the biggest one to come out of it is Saints running back, superstar running back Alvin Kamara has been suspended the, for the first three games of the NFL season due to his fight that he got into in Vegas last year um, that included a couple other NFL players that joined him. And they kind of went into the Vegas nightclub and brawled with these other dudes. Not really entirely sure the whole story behind it, but that's pretty much what happened. So the NFL cracked down on him violating the NFL personal conduct policy. And then also the another player has it, has violated the NFL conduct person or policy is um, Chiefs Kansas City Chiefs defensive end Charles Amenahu. Um, will be suspended for the first six games of the NFL season. And this is a big blow to that Kansas City defensive line as they brought him in to replace Frank Clark, who they lost to the Denver Broncos this offseason. Obviously, they have Chris Jones, who's in a contract battle right now with the Kansas City Chiefs. So that defensive line is hurting right now, obviously. So this is not good news for Kansas City or New Orleans as they are both trying to make some playoff pushes this year. With New Orleans have the new quarterback in Derek Carr, who they got from the Raiders last year. And then, of course, the Chiefs are trying to repeat as Super Bowl champions. So some 
interesting suspensions to happen right off the beginning of the year this year. But those are kind of the biggest ones that have happened so far this week. So we're going to move on to some NFL slash college news as former NFL and college quarterback Johnny Manziel is opening a nightclub bar at his alma mater at Texas A&M. So obviously Johnny Football is moving on to some new ventures as his NFL career has come and gone. Obviously he played in the Canadian Football League, but that really didn't work out too well for him. So obviously he's going to use his money wisely and invest, and he's investing in his own business, which I believe will probably be popular at Texas A&M. It'll be a, a sports nightclub that, you know, young college kids can go to and have a good time while he's making his money on the side, plus all the contract NFL contract money he made. So a good investment for Johnny Menzel and a good uh, looks like he's moving on to other ventures in the future. All right. And then lastly, for the first time ever, the Detroit Lions have sold out their season tickets and for the first time in history at Ford Field. And there are some big expectations for Detroit because of this. As Detroit barely missed the playoffs last year, um, could have won a couple of games that would have put them in the playoffs. But unfortunately, it did not happen. Um, so there is big expectations as the fans are all in in Dan Campbell's offense with Jared Goff leading at the helm at quarterback. Obviously, they had a great offseason acquiring some key pieces, um, including C.J. Gardner-Johnson on the defense, uh, Cameron Sutton as well. And then on, on the offensive side, bringing back Amon St. Brown, also Marvin Jones, who was a former Detroit Lion. He came over from Jacksonville. Uh, they have Jamison Williams. They brought in David M Montgomery from the Chicago Bears, as well as drafting Jameer Gibbs um, in the NFL draft this year. So they had that one-two punch at the running back position. So it is a, a big year for my Detroit Lions. I'm rooting for the Detroit Lions. I hope they do good. I have them taking first place in their division this year. So obviously Detroit Lions fans have big expectations this year as well by selling out their season tickets. All right, now we're going to move on to a quick snippet in the soccer world as the NFL and soccer come together um, as future Hall of Fame quarterback and now retired, retired quarterback Tom Brady has made another investment into what he already has done. Because like I said in my previous podcast, he's a He's a, uh, a partial owner of the Las Vegas Raiders now as he invested his money into that. Now he has invested his money into the Birmingham City, England soccer team as he now becomes a minority owner of that team. So obviously Tom Brady is making some post-retirement moves financially, making sure not only that he is safe with his NFL contract money, but his future investment money. So Congrats to Tom Brady. Respect to Tom Brady. He is getting a bag in both sports and investing in, you know, more sports. Obviously, he's a, he loves sports. Of course, football was his number one love, but he is looking to go different routes and go into different avenues and see what kind of things he can make money off even more. So this is great. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes is a uh, is an owner of the KC uh, soccer team along with his wife. Um, so now Tom Brady is looking to do the same with Birmingham City, England. 
So congratulations to Tom Brady. Uh, very smart investment moves and very smart financial future for him. All right, now we are going to move on to another uh, topic that we don't usually talk about on my podcast, but it is sports. And we are going to move into some WNBA news this week as some huge news has happened and a huge accomplishment has happened in the WNBA this week. Um, so shout out to Deanna, Deanna Taurasi of the Phoenix Mercury as she is the first player in WNBA history to reach 10,000 points. So congratulations to her. This is a huge accomplishment. This is a huge accomplishment, not only for her, but for the WNBA. And this just also solidifies her future Hall of Fame status. As Deanna Taurasi is one of the biggest known players in the WNBA and one of the biggest known, you know, sports figures in the in, in the basketball world, pretty much. Um, so congratulations to her as she is now pushing 40 years old. So this is probably her last year in the league. And what a way to possibly go out if this is her last year to set one of the best records in the NBA or the WNBA and be the only one to pretty much do it. So congratulations to Deanna Taurasi for becoming the first player to score 10,000 points in the in WNBA history. All right, in other basketball news, in the NBA, we will go to the NBA from the WNBA to the NBA, as Anthony Davis for the Los Angeles Lakers has signed a three-year contract extension worth $186 million, and this is the biggest uh, contract extension in NBA history. So it looks like the Lakers are all in on Anthony Davis. They were looking to, there was rumors of him being traded, um, him being released, him being probably most likely traded, but he didn't look like he was in the LA Lakers future plans, obviously because of the injuries he's had over the last couple of years. But it looks like Rob Palenka and Jeannie Buss are invested in Anthony Davis as they want to make him a part of the Laker future, obviously to pair with their guy, LeBron James. So, they are definitely building around LeBron and Anthony Davis for the near future as Anthony Davis signs a three-year contract extension with the LA Lakers. And I'm curious with this Lakers team this year, I was looking at their roster. Um, they brought in Lonnie Walker. They brought in Troy Brown. Um, nothing really too exciting to me. Obviously, they have Austin Reeves, who did a great job last year. Um, so we'll see what this Laker team does this year. My my first impressions, I'm not really impressed with this roster, so I'm really curious to see how they do. But you could see it could be another year where the Lakers kind of fall off a little bit and then go to the trade deadline and build themselves back up and then carry them to the playoffs. So we'll see what happens with this Laker team, but it looks like Anthony Davis is going to be part of this future L.A. Laker team. All right, we are going to head into our last topic of this podcast, and we are going to move on to the college world where some huge news out of the NCAA football has come out this week as numerous teams are leaving the Pac-12. And, of course, last week Colorado announced they are leaving the Pac-12 for, for the Big 12 in 2024, and it looks like they're not the only ones leaving as now Oregon and Washington plan to lead the Pac-12 for the Big Ten in 2024, as well as Arizona, Utah, and Arizona State. They will be joining the Big 12 along with Colorado in 2024 as well. 
So this is some huge news to come out of the NCAA world as pretty much the Pac-12 will be pretty much no more in 2024. Um, obviously, Stanford, Oregon State, and uh, Washington State are still in there as long as, uh, as long as, uh, along with Cal, um, but we'll see if they're looking to move to bigger and better conferences as well. So some huge news, including Utah. You know, we're based off in Salt Lake City here in this podcast. So some huge news for the Utah Utes as we begin the season, um, pretty much. And I'm curious to see how they do in the Big 12, obviously. It's it's going to pretty much be the same, you know, conference that they had in the Pac-12, but they're going to have some bigger opponents and some bigger teams that they got to play every year as long. And I think they'll probably be, don't get me wrong on this, but I feel like they will be playing BYU more often as well. So that would be great. If we could see BYU versus Utah twice a year instead of once a year, that would be crazy. Um, you know, the Holy War would is always a huge event every year in Utah as when, when BYU and Utah get together. So it's great. It's a great rivalry. I'd hope to I'd like to see that twice a year. But also some huge, you know, other teams that they'll play in the Big Twelve network. Um, as, long, as well as Oregon and Washington going to the Big Ten. So they'll be playing some bigger opponents. This is really good for Oregon because Oregon is producing a lot of NFL talent over the last couple of years. So obviously they're hoping to produce some more NFL talent by playing bigger NFL talent in the Big Ten. So we'll see what happens with that. But some huge news to come out of the college world this week as multiple teams have now left the Pac-12 in 2024 they will be playing it in 2023 but they're leaving once the 2023 season concludes and going to their respective conferences in 2024 all right we are coming to the conclusion of this podcast but of course we are going to do the fun fact of the day before we end this and the fun fact of the day for august 8th 2023 is some cats are allergic to people. Um, obviously, lots of people are allergic to cats, but did you know your cat could also be allergic to you? I mean, it doesn't happen very often because obviously we bathe and take care of ourselves more and we, you know, we don't have all the stuff that cats have. But apparently, your cat could be allergic to you if you're kind of dirty. So you might want to wash up. You never know. You know, you're, you don't want your cat to suffer. So let's just put it that way. <laughs> But yeah, that's a that's kind of a crazy fact. But uh, obviously, I'm not really. A, I have two cats. I love my cats, but um, I'm more of a dog person than I am a cat person. So obviously, I like dogs a little bit more. But you know, I respect cats. So if you're a cat person, just know they might be a little allergic to you. But anyways, thank you guys for tuning into this episode. Of course, if you guys are enjoying this Scarb Show, please go and follow my Instagram account at the Scarb Show. Uh, please like and follow my podcast wherever you may be listening. Obviously, we're available to listen to on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and iHeartRadio. So wherever you may be listening, please go and follow my podcast so you don't miss an episode every week. And thank you guys for sticking around and tuning in as we are live in Salt Lake City. I am your host, Andrew Scarborough, and this has been The Scarb Show, and we will, got, we will see you guys next week.